Welcome to Becoming the 1%. I'm your host, Claudia Manjak, a multiple six-figure entrepreneur and intuitive business mentor. Each week, we'll be exploring timeless business, marketing, and sales principles to help you grow and scale a sustainable business. I will also be sharing in-depth life and mindset lessons to help you step into the best version of yourself. Now, if you're anything like me and you like to keep things simple and fluff-free, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friend and welcome back. I am so excited that I can record this podcast episode for you today because I genuinely thought I was going to get a really bad flu based on how I've been feeling. But luckily, it's only been a week and I'm already almost there. I still sound probably a little bit sniffly and nasal, but you know, we move, it doesn't matter. I really wanted to come here today because I just realized that I've never actually spoken about this before. And that is actual business mentorship. So I'm talking, you know, hiring a a mentor, a coach, um, not a consultant, that is completely different, hiring a mentor or coach. And as a qualified coach myself, I have very strong opinions on how it should be done, um, what is right, what is wrong, because I've seen a lot in the online space. And unfortunately, it's not a regulated business and anyone can call themselves a coach or a mentor. So today I want to talk to you specifically about seven questions that you need to ask yourself before going into mentorship with someone. And here, to caveat things, I'm not talking about you know, buying a program from someone or even a group program or a mastermind or a one-off session. I'm talking about, you know, going for two, three, four, six months working with someone one-to-one where they really go deep with you in terms of your business and your personal life and how things are going and you really trust them to let them in as well. So we're talking about that. Now, I want to say this because it's very important that I'm just as transparent with you as I expect you to be with me when we're having our conversations. I do not have a long-term business mentor. And this is very controversial probably for a lot of people because they say, well, Claudia, you know, you have clients that are with you long-term. I actually have clients that have worked with me on and off for the past three years. I have a client that started with me the first time ever in October, 2019. And she was with me for about a year-ish and we grew her business a lot, a year, maybe a year and a half almost. And then since then, from time to time, because, you know, she's like a dear friend at this point, um, she'll just come and we maybe do like quarterly planning sessions. Basically, I just, um, I let her have the types of things that no one else can have um, in the sense of I don't sell quarterly planning sessions or anything like that. But for her, I just make it work. And that's the beauty of having that relationship. But anyway, um, even though I have people that have come to me and are still working with me and they come time and time again, I don't have a long term business mentor because it doesn't suit me and my style personally. And I actually don't believe that you necessarily need to have that. I think it just really depends on who you find. I believe a lot of times you need different people at different stages in different seasons of your business. So, for example, you might have a period where you genuinely need someone that has so much energy and they just seem to lead the way with ideas and they, you know, empower you. And yeah, you just have maybe a lot of masculine energy coming from them that really helps you get shit done, make, uh, you know, make things happen, move things forward. And I know that I have been that person for a lot of my clients where they came to me, they were very meh, a little bit deflated about their business for different reasons. They came to me and they were like, oh my God, so much is possible because I have the gift, you know, I'm not, and this is, by the way, It's not big-headed to say that you have a gift or something. So I want you to ask yourself, this is separate, ask yourself, what is your gift? My gift is seeing people's potential. 
seeing and specifically seeing people's potential in business like i can look at someone's business for 10 minutes and be like okay so you need to try this thing have you thought about an offer like this you know from what you're telling me your messaging is lacking this thing it's just what i do so a lot of times people have come to me and I've been able to help them, you know, become much more authentic within themselves because I hold space for them and I listen to them. So then I actually reflect back to them what they're actually telling me because they're the ones that make the magic happen. I'm just the one that gets them seen and understood. And to me, that's the power of mentorship. So you might need someone like that at some point. Then you might need someone who is very much maybe um, a nurturer. And that is maybe someone who um, is holding you very much on an emotional level. So maybe there's not a lot of strategy talk, but maybe it's the fact that you're having a really difficult time in your business emotionally. Maybe you are out of love with your business. Maybe you, you know, whatever it may be, maybe you need someone who focuses much more on the spiritual side, energetic side, emotional side, not very strategic. They're not going to sit there with you and planning out your next launch or your next product. They're going to be there with you, making sure that you are sticking to the habits that you said you would do, you know, doing your journaling, going in deeper, you know, healing some of your trauma and so on. So there are different types of mentors for different times. Okay. But anyway, to give you my experience, I've worked with several mentors, uh, coaches, been in programs, been in masterminds, bought shitloads of courses. I've done everything. But I'll tell you now that what made me fall in love with coaching and what keeps me going to this day is not the fact that, you know, oh, let's make money, all of this shit, because there are so many ways to make money. You know, there are, I'll tell you this, in my opinion, there are way easier ways to make money than being a mentor or a coach, because there are ways to make money without um, being so close to people and take, taking people's energy and, and having to quote unquote deal with people, because dealing with people is very emotional and it can be very draining. So I'm not doing this for the money, I'm doing this because I genuinely believe more women deserve to build a business that is super profitable and to the point. More women deserve to feel like actual CEOs and not freelancers or like everything's a fluke. More women deserve to build a business that actually suits their life and their lifestyle and that feel good rather than the things that they should be building. I'm a big believer in just, you know, screw the rules. You don't need any of that stuff. Just do you. So I'm a really big believer in that. Okay. And I realized that I realized that this is my path thanks to my first ever coach. And that is, I'm going to make this short because I really want to get the questions, but this coach that I hired back in 2017 was a leadership coach and she used this one tool with me. You can actually Google it. It's called the Strengths Finder. It's an amazing tool, similar to, um, you know, personality tests and so on. And it basically, long story short, it gets you, it gives you some ideas of what your main strengths are. And my number one strength is being an activator. And that makes so much sense because I always thought I love to help people, but I didn't understand how, because I could never see myself, you know, working in a charity or doing that kind of service. I'm not, I was never going to be a nurse or anything like that. But what I realized it, but through this, such a simple exercise that I'm sure this coach has done hundreds of times with people, I realized that that was my life mission to activate people to take action because I am an activator and that changed my life. It's been almost six years since I worked with that coach and I'm never going to forget her and I'll forever be grateful for the time that we had together. And we worked together for maybe three, four months. So nothing major, but um, that realization was a game changer for me. You know, it's like the, the million dollar question. That was the million dollar question for me. And she answered it for me through a simple tool that I would have never thought to use exactly that. So that's the power of mentorship, just good mentorship. Someone can really, really see you. But anyway, Let's talk about the seven questions that you need to ask yourself before you hire a mentor. First of all, 
are you looking for someone to validate your choices and to make you believe more in yourself? Basically, are you looking for a coach because you are ready to give your power away? Because too many times people think that their coaches or mentors are so much better than them, so much smarter than them, um, such, you know, much better habits, you know, whatever it may be, you think that they are above you. You put them on a pedestal. And what happens when you do that is that you actually give them away your power. But instead, you should be looking at your coach or mentor as a guide, but someone who's on the same level as, as you. It's just that maybe they've done a few extra steps. That's it. So it's very important to not give away your power to a coach by thinking that they're going to be the ones that are going to fix you and fix your problems or any of that stuff because that is not the case and even if they can help you one time with that specific thing it shouldn't be like that because that doesn't help you further because that means that you're always going to need to work with this person in order to feel validated and that is not the goal of mentoring or coaching okay number two you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself what does success look like for me in this container because for example if you're working with a marketing coach and you're working with them in a three-month package what what would make you feel like it was a successful partnership? Because it is a partnership. It's all about co-creation when you work with a mentor one-to-one. If you're telling yourself, by the end of the three months, I want to have grown my account to blah, blah, blah. I want to have email open rate of blah, 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 and yada, 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 whatever. You are in a way already set up to fail because you have such specific expectations of this person fixing your business rather than you being the person that still owns the decision. So I want you to think that your coach or mentor is not here to fix you because you're not broken. Your business is not broken. First of all, from a mindset perspective, you need to take responsibility for your decisions. So even if you work with a mentor and even if you paid, I don't care, a hundred thousand pounds, like 20K for two months with them, I really don't care. You are still the business owner. Don't look at them as the person that's going to fix anything for you. Set up your expectations in the right way, okay? You need to make sure that you have that clear in your mind. And here is where, again, I have a very unpopular opinion. I still jump on calls when it's needed for my one-to-one. And I don't have a problem with that. And here is why. Unless I've already worked with someone and I understand them, I do not let anyone come into my personal space without me knowing them. Because God forbid... I have someone that pays me a lot of money to work with me for six months and then we don't get on. Or he or she is a pain, yes. (laughs) Uh, Or maybe she doesn't respect my boundaries. Or she has the expectation that I'm going to be doing the work for her when in reality is her business. Like these are the type of things that are super important. And if you're working with a good mentor, they should be setting up your expectations in terms of what things are going to look like by the time you finish together. I'm not saying they're going to guess the future for you. Of course not. So much could happen between where you start and where you end, of course. But they're going to let you know that they're not going to be, there's not this magic wand that can fix everything for you. So it's very important to ask yourself, what will success look like for you? For example, to give you an example of, um, my type of success. I'm trying to think of one of my mentors that I've worked with for, I think, four months. Um, My idea of what success would have looked like at the end of that container is for me to have more clarity on a specific thing. Like, I just needed a space where someone could hold me, listen to me, reflect back to me, challenge me, and give me ideas based on her own experience because she had a lot more experience than me in the specific area that I wanted. And to me, it felt fair 
as an idea of what success would look like to have clarity because I trusted myself. You see, this is very important. I trusted myself to do the right things, but I needed some guidance and someone to hold space for me because it's one thing to speak to your best bestie who maybe is clueless in terms of business. They are your best bestie and you love them, but they have no idea what they're doing. And in that case, it's the blind leading the blind, literally. They lead you in a way that they don't know anything about versus working with someone that has either the type of business that you want or you align in terms of your values and so on and having them give you guidance. Okay, so make sure you're clear on your idea of success. Number three, this is very important. Have you experienced their live energy or their teaching style before? So have you actually learned from them before? Have you bought any of their courses or maybe a one-off session or um, seen them at least, you know, be on a live or record a podcast as I am right now, very, you know, unedited because literally I don't edit my podcast ever. I really believe in, um, I don't care what happens in the middle. If you're not here to listen to a real conversation and you want this like super scripted step-by-step thing, this is the wrong place for you. And it's the same with understanding someone's style. It's one thing, and I've heard this more than once, okay? I'm not going to name names, (laughs) but I've had a lot of people come to me and say, oh, I've worked with X person and they were so different when they were on calls with me versus in their marketing. So literally, this person would go on their supposed, you know, perfect mentor on their stories or listen to their stuff or whatever. And they would give off this very like bubbly energy and super, you know, empowering and inspiring and happy and dances and woo, like, let's do this. But then on their calls, they would actually like not be like that. And it'll be very dull. And, you know, my the people who'd come to me would say, I just don't understand why she's so different. So I think it's very important that you understand that someone's marketing is just that. If someone's very good at making themselves look good or a certain way, it doesn't mean that that's how they actually are. So it's very important to actually, you know, experience some of their stuff ideally, especially if you're going to go for, say, a six term or a 12, a six term, a six months. (laughs) I was thinking about terms um, as in school. a six month or a 12 month program, but you've never actually worked with them in any capacity before, you've never really been in their world. What if you strongly disagree with a lot of things that they're doing? Um, yeah, I just think that's so, so, so important. Number four, why do you respect this person so much that you're actually choosing them? And here specifically, I want to say this. You should not be choosing the person that is making a shit ton of money just because they're making a shit ton of money. I, I cannot say that louder enough. I'm going to say it again in a different way. It doesn't matter how much money the mentor that you're choosing makes because that is them. That is their business model. Uh, That is their, you know, uh, maybe years of work. That is maybe their team and systems and, uh, you know, all of these things. You don't know how they're making money specifically because people, again, they have marketing that makes them look good. Doesn't mean that you really understand them. So I'm just saying the best mentor for you is not the one that's making a million pounds a month right now. It actually might be the opposite of that because if right now you're making 10,000 pounds a month, 15,000 pounds a month, and you want to make 20 or 30 consistently, if this person is making a million a month, they will be so far removed from where you are, they won't even get it. Or they will have a specific way in which they've done things because maybe they've been doing it for years in a specific way and they will just try to mold you into who they are. You never know. That could be, that could be a thing. So I really want you to thread very lightly when it comes to who you choose and don't let FOMO get to you. Really think of why you're choosing someone and try to connect with someone 
on similar values because that is what matters the most. Doesn't freaking matter that they have Louis Vuitton bags or they have all this vibey, vibey bullshit because that's the thing that everyone has these days. But I'll tell you now because I've seen the behind the scenes of hundreds of businesses, hundreds of very successful businesses with very miserable people who put all their energy into their marketing so they can make money, but inside they're actually miserable and their client can feel that. So please don't lie to yourself that the best person for you is the person that's making the most money, okay? Now, number five, are you stepping into this mentorship as a, oh my God, this is my last resort, it needs to work? Are you already putting so much pressure on this mentorship that you're not actually going to be able to enjoy your own growth? If you're looking at this as a make it or break it, you have a problem because you need to, first of all, trust yourself. This mentor cannot help you unless you help yourself because you are still the one running your business. And if you go into this with a scarcity mindset, negative mindset, being terrified of how much money you've spent. And again, I'm not going to tell you that it's not scary to spend a lot of money. Oh my God. I still remember when I started my online business because I've had a business before, but when I started this specific business and I signed up for my first ever program, it was a group program with a VIP element. So I had some one-to-one as well. And it was at a time, so this is more than, this is three years ago now. Yeah, around three years ago almost to the day three years ago. Anyway, I spent 7,000 pounds. Yes, I think 7,000 pounds. And I thought I was going to throw up, literally. Like I, I was so scared to spend that level of money. But I'll tell you now, I was ready to lose that money in the sense of I knew that I cannot count on this person to make it work for me. And I still had to make it work. And I asked myself, what's going to happen if I spend the 7,000 pounds in the next three months and I don't get anywhere because this is not going to work with this person. And I answered to myself, I'll be fine. I will figure it out because I always figure it out. I trust myself. I know that I'm going to make the most out of this opportunity. I know that I'm going to be the person that shows up first to the call and leaves last and asks all the questions and goes to the material and yada, yada, yada. And guess what? That is exactly what I did because I didn't walk in with the idea of like, hey, you need to make me successful. You need to give me all the answers because if I don't ask the questions, how is someone meant to answer them for me? If you don't show up, to every single call, having done the work, having actually been thinking about things, your mentor is not going to be able to help you. And it makes me, it saddens me to see how many people think that just because they pay for something, just because they pay for expensive mentorship, that should be solving the problem. No, sorry to disappoint you, but it's the work that is going to solve your problems. It's, if you're actually at the moment, maybe overwhelmed or feeling anxious, the only way in which you're going to, I'm talking purely about business here, by the way, not general. The only way in which you're going to move forward is through action. And if you don't take action, if you don't, if you just buy something or sign up for something and you don't do the freaking work, you're literally wasting your time right now. So don't think about this person as your last resort and don't put that level of pressure on the container because otherwise you're not going to enjoy the growth that you have the opportunity to enjoy in the container. Now, number six, super important. And here I may be biased because let me tell you about how I am as a mentor. I'm someone who thinks about your business just as deeply as you do. I'm someone who genuinely is going to be your ride or die when we work together because I'm going to call it as it is. I'm not here to cuddle you. I am not going to be your best friend because your best friend is probably a little bit afraid to tell you the things that you don't want to hear. But you come to me because I sit in integrity with 
how businesses are run and I'm going to tell you the things that you actually need and I'm going to look at you, you the human behind the business and help you with that because I have such a holistic view of business and whoever says that you know business is not personal is lying to themselves because when you run a personal brand business everything feels personal and there's a journey that gets you to the point where you don't judge yourself as much anymore you're able to manage stuff in a different way you are able to you know you hear these people talking about you know business gets to be easy Yes, it gets to be easy in time with work, with experience. And that's basically my goal, to get women to build businesses that you know are profitable, feel good in their own way. And that's the kind of stuff that I do in one-to-one. And by the way, speaking of one-to-one, I'm actually rejigging my one-to-one at the moment. Um, I don't think that when this comes out, it's going to be ready, but send me a DM if you want to talk about one-to-one. And if not, in a few weeks from when this goes live, which is going to be probably um, well, 17th of January, Probably in a couple of weeks after this goes live, my website is going to be ready with all the stuff. It's definitely There's going to be a link in the show notes if you want to work with me one-to-one. And also, I haven't put this anywhere yet, but I think I'm going to start selling one-off sessions again. I haven't publicly for a long time, but I love one-to-one sessions. Like one, like a one-off. Because sometimes I literally just need someone's eyes on my stuff, or I need someone to just tell it to me like it is. And I believe that's super valuable. That, with a little bit of support after... I think it's a killer combo. So message me if you want one of those because I don't know if I'm going to put them anywhere, but you know, we're friends. You're listening to my podcast. You're already like more than 20 minutes in. So I know you're the right person to hear about it. So just send me a DM or an email if you want to hear about that. But anyway, the number six question, I don't know if I already said it is, how do I feel about being challenged to my core? How do I feel about being given feedback that I don't want to hear? How do you feel about seeing someone do things differently than you do because if you're looking for just a cheerleader or just someone that's like oh my god you're so great oh my god look how good that was oh my god that was so so good then you're literally wasting your money don't do that just you know go for something else go um i don't know um go go do something else just don't waste your money on this but ask yourself how do you feel about being challenged and being given feedback because you're going to be, if you're working with a good mentor, um, you're going to be given a lot of feedback uh, and it's going to challenge you to your core. That's it. And then the last one, and a very important practical one, have you done your due diligence with this coach or mentor? Because reviews can be faked. A lot of reviews are fake. I tell you this much. Numbers can be faked. I can promise you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I can promise you a lot of numbers are fake. You know, I, again, I told you, I'm going to say it again. I've seen the back end of hundreds of businesses and things do not look on the inside how they look on the outside. So I'm going to say. And I'll tell you something that I've done. And some people might find this very controversial. But back in the day, again, before signing up with a coach that costed a lot of money, close to five figures, I went and I looked at a website, you know, their testimonials, you know, how everyone has that. And luckily, these days, a lot of people have their actual name of the person. And you know what I see as a problem? When I go look at someone's testimonials um, and then I go to search for this person and this person shut down their business. And I'm like, okay, obviously it's not the fault of the coach. Like I said, I think, you know, people should take full ownership. But when I see that happen a lot, I'm a little bit worried. And then I actually have previously messaged two different people who worked with this person and asked them their honest opinion. And keep this in mind. I didn't ask them, how much money did you make when working with this person? Because again, the making of the money when you work with someone in business is important, but that person is not going to dictate how much money I make. So for example, I know for a fact, someone that worked with a coach that I worked, 
who didn't make money. I actually know two people that were quite disappointed with how much money they had made. But I went and I worked with this coach and I made a shit ton of money. So what does that mean? To me, that meant that it's not about the coach, it's about what you do. Yes, it's about the guidance as well and so on, but that person, you know, the mentor can only change who you are and vice versa. So I never really asked people, how much money did you make? I asked about the experience. I asked, how did they feel in the container? I asked specific questions that were important to me. I asked, you know, how responsive was this person? I asked, you know, how do you feel this person was when you, you know, had like a mindset block and so on. Things that matter to me specifically. So I want you to do your due diligence, okay? Because marketing is marketing. If you're counting just on someone's marketing to figure out how it is to work with them, that's a problem. Go out there. Even if your due diligence just means asking this person some questions. I know some people are going to say, oh, you know, you should have boundaries. You shouldn't be asking questions. This person should just, you know, go and spend 20 grand on this person without ever talking to them. I don't believe in that. That's not how you build empires. That is not, if I think of any successful entrepreneur that I've met, I'm talking long-term, I'm not talking about like the online business and whoever made a million online or they say they did, you know, I'm talking about people that have built businesses that have been around for 15 to 20 years that have built brands that are still standing. Those people don't expect you to just go buy their stuff without talking to them. You know, I'm talking here purely about mentorship. So make sure that you do your due diligence. It's your um, right and your duty as well because then you cannot blame someone else if you didn't go and ask any questions then you cannot blame someone else that their stuff didn't work for you or they're not the right person for you if you didn't even take the chance to actually speak to them you didn't even ask them like hey can i ask you a specific question or send a couple of voice notes or send a couple of emails or you know whatever works for you okay this episode was quite long because I have a lot to say about mentorship and I actually think I might be doing a part two to this, but I would love to hear, send me a message if you enjoyed this. Do you want me to talk more about mentorship? Because again, there's so much bullshit out there and I'm just here to make sure that you are not being bullshitted by anyone. And remember, if you want me as your one-to-one mentor or you want to talk to me about being your one-to-one mentor, I still do calls. Obviously, you have to apply. There'll be a link in my uh, show notes because hashtag boundaries, hashtag, you know, I don't have time to speak to everyone about everything. However, I'm always open to answering anyone's questions because I just think that's the right way to do business. So I'm hoping you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Remember to share it if you did because I want to spread this message as much as possible around choosing the right mentor for you, making sure you're not wasting money, energy, because I've seen more than once people signing up for mentorship and it ended up just making them feel even worse for a lot of different reasons that I'm not going to go into right now. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I really, really appreciate you if you made it. This might be one of my longest episodes ever. So if you made it here, definitely send me a DM. I would love to hear how you enjoyed it and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Becoming the 1%. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram stories. I want to reshare you and personally thank you for tuning in. And remember, running a sustainable, highly profitable dream business and living life on your own terms is no longer just a dream. So go out there and make it happen. I believe in you. I'll see you next week.